0: following is a podcast of Echo, a middle school ministry at Victory Family Church. For more details, visit lifeatvictory.com slash middle school. All right, Echo. Hey, can we give the worship team a round of applause? My goodness. Was that not awesome or what? Okay, okay. I see how it is. I see how we're going to be. All right. Hey, I just got to tell you, I'm bringing a bunch of passion. Are you guys awake tonight? Okay, okay. I'm so excited for what what God has in store for us. If you could go ahead and open up your Bible, go to Acts chapter 16, verse 25. If you brought your cell phone with you, come on, somebody, that's your Bible. So go ahead, let's open it up, and we're going to go to Acts 16, verse 25. And uh, man, we're just going to camp right here at these few verses. This is where we're going to hang out for a little bit. So as you get there, just go ahead and leave that up the whole time. And I want to encourage you tonight to take notes. Notetakers are history makers. That's right. That's right. So, so y'all with me? Acts chapter 16. If you're with me, say yeah. All right. So verse 25. At about midnight, Paul and Silas, they were praying and they were singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake that the, the, the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, because he was binge-watching Netflix, he fell asleep on the job. And, and when he saw the, the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, because he thought that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, wait, don't kill yourself, we're all, we're all here. And the jailer called for the lights and rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and he asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your whole household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all the others in his house. And at that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. And then immediately he and his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal of Chick-fil-A with waffle fries, hallelujah, before them. And he was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God. He and his whole household. Oh, man, I just love that last part right there. He and his whole ho- household. Anybody tonight, you believe the good news that Jesus isn't just for you, but it's for everybody in your house? I want to see everybody in my house get saved. Anybody, you, you want to see one of your parents get saved, that they're not saved? Maybe a cousin get saved. Come on, everybody's got a cousin that isn't saved. And, and we're just believing that tonight we can have faith for that, that God moves significantly in their life. Come on. Amen. Amen. I want to preach a message. If you're taking notes, and I, I pray that you are, you can write down the title of today's talk. It's called, That's My Jam. Yeah, That's My Jam. So go ahead and write that down. And as you're writing it down, turn to your neighbor... I ball him up and just tell him, that's my jam. That's my jam. Yeah, go ahead and turn to your your other neighbor who was your second choice, and just tell him that's my jam. But don't say it. Don't say it all like nerdy. Like like. Well, Rick and Timmy. Yeah, that's my jam. That's my jammy jam. We're just gonna put on some music and we're just gonna get our jam on. <laughs> No, you got to say it with, like, some streets of cranberry, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with some hood. Yeah. That's my jam. Hey, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to pray. We're going to acknowledge God before we get started tonight. And uh, we're just going to be believing that God's going to come. He's going to strengthen us. He's going to encourage us. You know, anytime we get into his, his word, we can expect to leave better than we came in. Amen? So let's just bow our heads and, and we're going to pray. Father, we come before you in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord for what you're going to do in this place tonight. We thank you, God, that, that we have the ability to, to chase after you and your heart. And we thank you for freedom as we jump into your word, as we jump into worship tonight, God. We just thank you for doing what only you can do, for opening our eyes so we can see you, Jesus, and, and open our ears so we can hear the Holy Spirit. God, do what only you can in this time and this setting. In the name of Jesus, everybody said, amen. Hey. I, I just, I need some crowd participation tonight. Does that sound good? Yeah. Fair, forewarning. I, I need some participation. So, so real quick, where are my music lovers at? If, if you love music, just go ahead and lift up your hand. Okay. All right. So, so where are my Spotify people at? Where you at? Okay. What about Amazon music? Anybody? Amazon music? All right. Pandora. Okay. Okay. I, I love music. I absolutely love music. Like, music equals life, you know? <laughs> like, so I, I love it, and I want to share a few of my favorite kinds of music. One, my, my favorite kind of music, one of my favorites is screamo music. Like, I absolutely love screamo music. I don't know what it is about it, but, like, they just go, like, hard and fast, and they're like, dun, 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 dun. like, that's just me. I love screamo music. I, 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 love, I love all types of music. I love, I love rap music. I'm a white guy that fell in love with rap music early. Like, I grew up in the 90s, so I, I love all kinds of music. Anybody anybody in here, any Shawn Mendes fans? Okay. Okay, what, what about Ariana Grande? Okay, what, what about Drake? What about Drake? Any Drake fans in here? How about Justin Bieber? Okay, okay. How about Taylor Swift fans? Anybody Taylor Swift here tonight? Hey, I just got to tell you. If you don't like Taylor Swift, we just got bad blood. Okay, it's all bad. And uh, but like I, I love all t- I love jazz music. Anybody in here you like jazz? I gotta tell you, there's one type of music I don't like. There's just one type of music I can't stand. Like I ain't gonna do it. Can't do it. Don't want to do it. Can't make me no. Like I, I I don't like no country music. I can't do it. Don't want to do it. Ain't going to do it. Like, listen, I don't want to hear about your truck. I don't want to hear about your dog. I don't want to hear about the reason for the teardrops on your guitar. Like, I don't want to do it. Can't do it. You can't make me. But, you know, there's one type of music I love above all that. I I even love it above screamo music. I love worship music. Anybody in here, you just love worship? Come on. Like, Like, anybody, you know Hillsong? Anybody know Hillsong? Let me see your hands. Okay. All right, what what about what about Hillsong Young and Free? Anybody? How about Jesus Culture? Okay, how about Bethel? Anybody love Bethel? Okay, man, I, I love worship music, and let me just say this: if you are new to church, like if you started coming to church in the past three to five years, you are so blessed. Like you've got the hookup. Like when I started coming to church, we didn't have no Carry Job, we didn't have no no Jesus Culture, like. When I started coming to church we had to get our praise on to this little light of mine. Like like who wrote that? This little this is it's just crazy and it's not fair. But nowadays you be in worship and and, and the worship team they're just they're just killing it. They're tearing it up. But, but you ever kind of you kind of feel like you got your alligator arms on you? You know what I'm saying? Like you just you're in your box like mm. or maybe maybe you got your hill song sway where you're just like you know worship they're just killing it. And then all of a sudden, your song comes on. Like, man, they just start playing, like, raise a hallelujah. And you're just like, "Oh, get out my way. I'm about to get my praise on tonight. Like, hallelujah. And, you, you know, you just, you're, you're going at it. I love worship. I want to talk tonight. I want to talk about building your life, your whole life on worshiping God. I want to talk tonight about building your whole existence on praising God. Because the reality of the situation is, let me just give you the FBI. The, the reality is, the song might not always be the one that you love. The season might not, be, might not always be the one that you want to sing about. But one of the things I love about God is we don't, we don't worship a God because of what he does. We worship a God because of who he is. C- c- come on. There's just something, Echo, when I see you guys worshiping God, there's something about a young person that makes the decision to say, you know what, I don't care what's going on in my life. I, I, I don't care what the track is, but you're going to find these hands raised high in the sky. Come on, you're going you're gonna to find my, my voice lifted as loud as it will go. And I'm going to get my praise on. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to bless the Lord. And, and is there anybody that just loves to praise God this, tonight? I've got to tell you something. One of the things I, I love about God is God never promised you a safe journey. He only promised you a safe arrival. So, so in the midst of the journey, you're going to have some highs, and you're going to have some lows. And you're going to have some peaks, and you're going to have some valleys. This faith thing is, is not an event. It's a journey. So in the midst of the journey, you're going to have to learn how to lean in and, and, and praise God. When you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, when you feel like everybody's abandoned you, when it hurts, and, and you're just you, you're going to have to learn how to lean in. And say, God, I don't care what my body feels like. I don't care what my emotions are saying. I I, I don't care what the world says. I don't care what the haters say. Haters going to hate. But I'm going to get my praise on. I'm going to worship God because he's worthy. I love this story in in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, about Paul and Silas. It says says at about midnight, Paul and Silas, they're, they're in prison. They're in jail. It's midnight. Paul and Silas, it's prison. You ever been to prison? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. You are going to stay mad single if you raise your hand. But, but could you imagine that at about midnight, Paul and Silas, they're in prison I don't know what you do at your house at midnight, but for me, at my house at midnight, I've got my comforter, my big comforter, like pulled up to my head. You know what I'm saying? Like all the way up, I'm snuggled in, I'm ready to pass out. So the Bible says, that's midnight at my house, the Bible says about midnight, Paul and Silas, they're in prison, they're in jail. And they're lifting up some praise to God. By the way, they're not in jail because of murder. They're not in jail because they did anything wrong. All they did was love Jesus and and, and, and anybody thankful that we live in America where we can get our praise on, we can love Jesus with freedom? They're in jail because of their faith. Paul and Silas, they're in prison. And the Bible says that they start to worship the Lord. They start to worship God. They're lifting up his name. They're like, bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. Oh, we, we raise a hallelujah. We just, we, we just thank you. And about midnight... The Bible says that other prisoners are listening to them. Can I tell you tonight that you never know who's listening to you? You never know who's eavesdropping on your conversation. You never know who's Instagram stalking you. Somebody's like, oh my gosh, how did you know? That's me. Like, you never know who's listening to what you have to say. It's crazy what the power of sound can do. Recently, my wife and I, we, we sold an apartment building, and so we had a few units in it, and when we were going through the process of selling it, we tore up the carpet. And so as we were tearing up the carpet, we went to bed that night, and some crazy stuff started happening. Like, like it's, late, it's midnight, and all of a sudden, it was like you could hear somebody walking around in our living room. It was like you could hear somebody talking clear as day in our living room. And I remember sitting there, like, comforter, up to my head. Looking over to Alyssa and being like, honey, you go check it out. I'm going to stay in here. I'm going to pray because I'm a holy man. And, and, but, but what had happened was when we tore up the carpet, it changed the acoustics in, in the room. And so we could actually hear our neighbors as they walked up to their apartment. It sounded like they were in our living room. As they were talking, it sounded like they were in our living room. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, God, it's amazing what the power of sound can do. So here's Paul, here's Silas, and and, and they're in jail, but they're lifting up the sound of worship. They're lifting up the sound of glory, the sound of heaven. They're lifting up the sound of freedom. They got chains on, but they're praising God. They're lifting up some glory, and, and the Bible says that as they're praising the Lord, that the chains fall off and the prison doors open up. I'm telling you that the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And the chain's got to fall off. The door's got to open. Come on, I don't know what chains look like for you. I don't know what the prison door looks like for you. Maybe you have a family member that has cancer. Maybe, maybe it's, it's addiction in your home. Maybe there's abuse going on. Maybe it's relational dynamics. Maybe it's a financial situation or illnesses. But when the presence of God shows up, somebody's getting set free. Come on, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And and watch this, this this is amazing. They're praising God, an earthquake breaks out, chains fall off, and the doors open. And Paul and Silas, they come walking out of the jail cell. But not only do they get set free, come on, the Bible says that the other prisoners get set free. So you need to know tonight that when you start to praise the Lord, you're not just getting freedom for you. But, but, but it's affecting your family, it's affecting your friends, it's affecting your neighborhood, the kids on your bus, this nation, this city, your towns. This world, God begins to bring a new level of freedom. Like, OMG! They're free! This is, this is unbelievable. Now, I told you that, that the jailer, he was over here and he had fallen asleep on the job because he was binge-watching Netflix, and, and so he's passed out. And when the jailer wakes up, when the jailer wakes up, he sees Paul and Silas and the other prisoners, and he concludes to himself. He said, I would rather take my own life and commit suicide rather having to tell my boss, let alone my wife, what had just happened. Now, you ain't ever going to believe what had happened. See, what had happened was, is, 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 the Bible says he pulls out his sword, and the Bible says that he's on the brink of suicide. He's on the brink of taking his own life because of what just happened on his watch, and, and, and he's got his sword out. It's about to go down. And the Bible says that Paul looks over, and he sees the jailer, and what does he do? He goes, sir, 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 no, man, man, think, sir, please, think about your kids. Think about your wife, sir, like, don't, don't do it. We're, we're all here. What I love about God is God never creates a a win lose scenario. God never wants to bless you and curse someone else. Our God never wants to bring you up and push someone else down. Come on, I believe that tonight. Anybody believe that? I believe that God blesses us to be a blessing. So he says, No, 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 no. And I, I love, watch what God does. He always creates a win win scenario. You know, when my wife were going through the process and we were selling that apartment building I told you about. As we were walking through that, we had this guy that he put in an offer. And, and everything that he would tell us about, everything that he would come at us with, all these all, all, all these counter offers and things, it was always a lose scenario. It was a win for him and a loss for, for us. And I, and I just remember being like, you know what? I will never do business with you. I I, 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 I can't. And so I backed out. And You, you know, I thought... You know what I love about God? Is God never blesses us to curse somebody else. He never hooks us up to put someone else down. And Paul's like, Paul's like, please don't do it. And the jailer, the jailer who was about to commit suicide, the jailer's so moved by his compassion. He, he's so moved by his, he's never experienced anything like it. So he comes running in and he, he just comes before Paul and inside. He's like, sirs, he's trembling. Sirs, what do I, I got to do to be saved? translation if this is what Christianity is sign me up if your religion's about being nice to one another loving one another seeing the best in one another then I want to be a part of that I believe that God uses people to reach people I believe I, anybody want to be used by God to be a blessing? He says, guys, if this is what Christianity is, then sign me up. And, and so what must I do to be saved? And so, so notice what Paul and Silas say. They say, sir, all you, all you have to do is believe in Jesus. Like, so if you want to be saved, it's really that simple. All you have to do is believe in Jesus. Our job is to point people to Jesus. Our job is to make much of Jesus. The Bible says to all those who call on the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. So the jailer, he can't, he can't believe it. He's like, nah, nah, man. Like that. come on, bro. That ain't, that ain't, that can't be the it can't be that easy. Paul's like, no, listen, trust me. That that's all you gotta do to be one of us, to be a Christian. All you have to do is to believe in Jesus. And, and so moved once again by, by, by the compassion. He's like, Do you guys think you could you could come back to the crib tonight and tell my wife and my kids how easy it is to be a Christian? And Paul and Silas still like, shoot. We fresh out of prison. Like, you got food at the house? Like, I'll let your boy. Yeah, we'll come. Let's go. And so the Bible says that Paul and Silas and the jailer, they come back and back to the house and the jailer. The jailer gets saved. His wife gets saved. All of his kids get saved and they all get baptized. Y'all hear a hum? Okay. Squirrel moment. Anybody else feeling the squirrel moment? But yeah. well, we could push through. And they're like, all of them, they all go back to the house. They all get saved. Every single one of them got saved and baptized. Can we give God a praise, a shout of praise right now? Because that's amazing. So they all give their life to Jesus. And Paul and Silas, they're, they're sitting in, in the jailer's house. It's, it's about 2 a.m. Now, now they're posted up. And at the bottom of the scripture, we read the jailer, the one who's about to kill himself, the jailer. It's about 2 a.m. His wife is saved. His kids are saved. They're all baptized. And they got two guys fresh out of prison on their couch. And the Bible says that he's sitting there washing their wounds. And he's feeding them. He's feeding, they're watching Netflix. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing that Paul and Silas are like, we're not going to let our circumstances determine our faith. But we're going to let our faith determine our circumstances. Come on, like, like I don't care. Come hell or high water you're going to find these hands raised in the air. You're going you're gonna to find, you could try to throw the kitchen sink at me, but I'm going to get my worship on. I'm going to be praising God. I don't care if I got chains on. I don't care if there's a prison door in front of me. You can't take my voice. Devil, you can't touch me. You can't take away my spirit. Come on, I, I, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to get my praise on. And sometimes you got to worship and praise God while everybody's looking around you saying, why are you still praising him? Why are you still worshiping him? You might have had the worst day ever. Hashtag worst day ever. I don't know who I'm encouraging tonight. Girls, are you okay? Okay. I know I'm funny, but I don't think I'm that funny. But listen, I just came to tell you girls. I came to tell you that Just because you got Jesus on the journey with you doesn't mean that you're going to have these peachy keen days every single day. It doesn't mean that it's always going to be all roses and it's going to be all great and good, good, good. It just means that you've got Jesus with you in the valley and you've got him on the mountaintops. And you've got him in the good times and you've got him in the bad times. And Jesus is leading you. He's helping you. He's guiding you. He's coaching you. He's mending your heart and ministering to you and telling you what path to take. Anybody thankful tonight? Yeah. Is anybody being encouraged? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm just encouraging myself tonight. I've got more energy than you all, but it's all right. It's all right. I'm going to invite the worship team out. Guys, I'm going to give you four quick thoughts. We're going to wrap up today with four quick thoughts. Please pull out your pens. Please have your phone ready. And I want you to write down these four notes. These are so important. Number one, worship brings God in all that He is. When you and I, when you and I worship God, God's not up in heaven playing Fortnite. And you're like you're in the car, you're driving down the road, or you're on the bus, and maybe you're in church or or you're in school and and God's up in heaven and he hits pause and he's like, Hey guys, Rick and Timmy. Oh man, you guys gotta get down there. There they go, they're praising me again. Guys, get down there. Get, Let's hook these guys up, they're at it, huh? Let's give them the 50% discount. That's not God. When you praise God, the Bible says in Psalms 23 3 when we praise God, He inhabits the praise of His people. Translation God lives where you praise. God lives where you praise. So it could be in the shower, it could be in your car, it could be in your room, it could be in your school. God shows up when you start to praise him. Whenever you start to praise God, God shows up. Not an angel, God, our God shows up. And he's not distracted. You ever, you ever invite a friend over to your house? And when you have them there, and, and you guys are hanging out and they're just, you're like this the whole time? Yay! And they're texting and they're just like, yeah, hold on it's my mom she's got Stophers. it's that mac and cheese It's a big deal she wants to know if I have my friend come over but this one's just all for me and they're kind of like it's there but they're not there that's not God when God shows up he's not distracted when God shows up he says what do you need all that I am is available do you need peace do you need joy do you need hope do you need mercy? Come on, do you need forgiveness? All that I, do you need some comfort? All that I am is available. Do you need deliverance? He's not distracted. And God is in this place. Number two, worship takes my eyes off myself and places them on him. Worship takes my eyes off myself and places them on him. You ever get tagged in a photo? You get tagged in a photo, and there's like six people in the photo. The very first thing you do is you pull up that photo. you me like, do I look good? That picture's good if I look good. That picture's bad. Take it down. Come on. Am I preaching to somebody if I look bad? Just bear with me for a moment. Our whole life is about us. Do people like me? Am I cool? Am I accepted? Am I all right? When I worship God, all my troubles... All my anxieties, all my, 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 my depression and all of that falls into the background. And I can see him again. I know if I could just get a clear glimpse of heaven. When I was growing up, my, we, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. And when I was in church, I remember one time asking my dad, I said, Dad, I don't see any guns, but I see everybody with their hands up. And my dad said, my dad, son, you, he said, son, you know, when we go home and, and, again, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And he said, you know how I, I have you take, like, the the rabbit ears, the, 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 the antennas on top of the TV, and I kind of have you shift them to just get them just right. Some of you don't even know what that is. But he said, I just kind of have you, I have you, they move it so that we can get a clear picture. He said, these people, they, they come in the church and, and they just, they raise their hands because they say, God, if I could, if I could just get a clear picture, I could just. If I could just see you. If I could get a glimpse of heaven. They come in with all of this stuff in their hands and they go, God, take it. Take the burden off of me. Lord, I give it to you. The Bible says, watch this in Hebrews 12 verse 2. It says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I dare you to get a glimpse of Jesus tonight. I dare you. Number three, worship takes, worship refreshes my soul. It refreshes my soul. I love flying. Anybody else? Yeah. I love flying. You know, when my wife and I, when we were getting married, I, I, we did a destination wedding. So holla at your boy. I know how to wine and dine, okay? And so we, I flew my wife to Florida to get married to her. And um, so we were flying Pittsburgh to Florida. Now, when we got on the airplane, every single time I get on the airplane, I get ready to fly. So I come in with like sweatpants on, the hoodie. You know, I want to be all cozy. I get make sure I got the air, airpods, something like that. You know, every time I fall asleep, I don't know what happens, I just pass out. And I remember, I remember when I woke up, it was the hottest plane ever. I mean, it was like it was like I was inside somebody's mouth, like neck sweat, sweaty neck, like. And, and and you ever wake up and you just got cotton mouth, like like it's the worst. And I remember I remember like saying to God, like God, I would cut somebody for a glass of water right now, Lord, I would. And I looked all around and and I see the stewardess and they're sitting down and they're they're buckled in and. And I remember, I remember that I purchased a bottle of smart water when I was in Pittsburgh. So I pulled it out. And, you know, when you start to chug your water and you just, it, 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 as you start to go, you're like, are we doing it? We're doing it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm committed. Like, breathe through your nose. Ah. It's just like, it's amazing. When I worship God, it refreshes my soul. When I come into his presence and I'm, I, I feel low and I'm depleted and, and I'm filled with anxiety and angst and and I've got all these burdens. When I worship God, it refreshes me. The Bible says in Acts 3, 19 through 20, it says, then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord. Anybody need a refreshing time tonight? And number four, this is our last and final thought. Worship is my balance between my Luke 7:16. Worship is my balance between my Luke 7:16, 7, Luke 17, 17. 16 says this. They all realized that they were in a place of holy mystery. That God was at work amongst them. They were quietly worshipful. And then they were noisily grateful. They were quietly worshipful. And then they were noisily grateful. This is echo right here. Like you ever be in worship and the worship team is just killing it. It doesn't matter how loud they are. But you kind of just get before the before the Lord and you get before Jesus maybe you got your hands in your pocket and you just get quiet before him you get your little sway on and you just think on God think on Jesus could you stand to your feet right where you are would you just stand to your feet just kind of get before him right now just get before Jesus maybe close your eyes just picture Jesus, the king, standing in front of you, and you're just worshiping him. Maybe you got your hands in your pocket. Maybe you're just, you're just relaxed, and you just think on him. You just get quiet. But Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you that you love someone like me. Be quiet. God, I can't believe how good you are. Listen, don't try to get from people what only God can give. Learn to receive from your heavenly father. He says, you're chosen. He said, I chose you. I called you by name. I set you apart. I pursued you. You feel abandoned? I didn't abandon you. I love you. You're worthy. You're valuable. You're loved. He is so generous. He is so good. And all of a sudden, you go from that quiet place, and you're like, oh, something comes on you, and you're like, whoa, I got to get my praise on. I just got to raise a hallelujah. I got to thank you, Jesus, for how good you are. And I just want to encourage you that tonight, Did you get before Jesus? Can we come up to the front? We're going to begin to worship Jesus. And I want to encourage you to press in like you haven't pressed in before. I want to encourage you to get your worship on. I want to encourage you to not let your friends distract you. Can we raise our hands? We're just going to begin to worship Jesus right now.